Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog. Hi, James. Hello, Martin. Yeah. What are you thinking about? Oh, I'm thinking about. Oh, I'm looking forward to a little bit of a sleep tonight because I've been uh, very busy lately. Yeah. So, um, and I keep on falling asleep through, throughout the day today. So. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty tired. I yeah. Think. yeah. You, you should continue drinking your coffee then or tea or something else. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, some, just for some yeah. Some energy. Yeah. Good. And you reach out to me. Uh, you have now a uh, second time here. You re- reach out to me in a nice way. So we will talk about uh, how you could be found on the net uh, <gasps> as a musicians. And also you have a, a new uh, news item here that you want to tell about. So, but first, I'll uh, when you reach out the first time, and also now, I did some uh, research on your name and tried to find you. Uh, so yeah. we'll start out with that uh, because I got some Apple Music suggestions uh, because I'm an Apple fanboy, so I use Apple Music, and I listen to this electronica or synth pop as we talked in the green room, or uh, yes. we will talk about some uh, different labels also. Uh, But then, anyway, uh, Apple Music recognized this and say, why not listen to Knights with a dollar uh, sign at the end of a name? Uh, so yeah. I, so I, w- I got curious and interested and um, starting to listen. Uh, and that we will come to. When I then try to see if you have done some more music, I search on Knights uh, with the dollar sign and I couldn't find you. And when I search in different ways, but... Anyway, I, I found you again and then added new albums and new songs and so on. And then uh, I uh, tweeted, I think it was, and also shared on Facebook. And and I saw that you were active online there. And you reached out yeah. to me on Facebook and say, hi, uh, should we become friends? And then you told about the concert in March um, uh, last year. So could you tell a little bit about, about that, your concert that you have in had in Gothenburg here. Yeah, well, it was it was funny. I um I wanted to come to Sweden for a long, long time mm. because uh, I had um I had quite a few requests uh, from different uh, people that were uh, interested in the music, and they were uh, buying vinyl and um and they were making comments on my videos on YouTube. But for a long time, we just didn't have the opportunity to come. So um, it was quite sad. But then uh, one day, uh, this guy, uh, Tobber Lander, he invited us to come and play um, uh, for the first time. So that was, you know, that was uh, pretty exciting, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Great. And it was a couple of other bands there also. And uh, then we talked after the concert and it was very nice to uh, talk to you and meet you and also talk to you. Uh, Uh, band member there at the stage, Nina. So that was yes, quite, uh, yeah. So, um, but so that was a great, great time. And then since then we have stayed in touch. Uh, and then you said, uh, now it, it's a new thing here about Boytronic. Could you give a background to the listeners, uh, uh, the band, the Boytronic, and how you entered uh, this band? Sure. Yeah. Um, so Bo- Boytronic were. Um... They were a band who were, I think, quite popular in the 1980s. And um, 
yeah, about three years ago, um, I was asked to be a, a, a guest vocalist on on some of the uh, music. So I did one or two songs with them, and and this developed, and and uh, and now I have uh, the opportunity to release an album with them. So there is an album coming on September the sixth. And uh, this is all new material for the first time in um, over 20 years that the band has made new music, really. So this is, uh, you know, it's, it's good fun because I have uh, two completely different projects with my Nights project and, and also Boytronic. Mm. Great. And uh, you're very uh, generous with, with uh, your... your uh... Your property very in a way, and I'm I'm a fan here now. And so you sent uh, oh, cool. material that will be released. That that's for my ears only. You can say and others, and uh, yeah, I look very much into releasing it. And and I could be a bit nostalgic. Back in the day, I bought vinyl records. Uh, I listen yes. to some music that have been on uh, this uh, old old records. You, you know, seventy eight uh, rounds. Uh, oh wow! Like uh, music from the twenties and thirties, like happy music. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I like all kind of different music. But I remember when I bought um, in a special music store called Pet Sounds in Gothenburg. I think they're still around in Stockholm, but uh, they were here in in Gothenburg also. And and you got new kind of music. And I, I told you in the green green room also that I I listen <clears throat> very much to this electronic body music. And yeah. yes, I bought lots of things of that, but also other music. Like, uh, do you, do you remember arts, uh, art of noise, for example? Um, Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great, great group. Yeah, and that was talking about the vinyls. There, there, you had these maxi singles and remixes, and yeah, you could lots buy lots yeah. of stuff there. <laughs> and now, when this we is are, one of my yeah. this is one of my passions now, where I I like to go and um, collect all of these extended. Uh, extended uh, synth releases, synth pop, yeah. uh, it's Italo disco, and um, and it's very difficult. It's it's hard to find them in England because so many of these songs they weren't hits, they weren't big songs. But no. if you if you go to Germany or Sweden, you can you can find them. Okay, yeah, and that's that's good because I I, I saw a value in it in it to to increase your collection. But I also, yeah. I must say, admit that I, I, I like the way I could listen to music now, like streaming. And I buy a, sure. a subscription every month. And in a way, it's this nostalgic thing also that, and also that I got tip uh, and suggestions to listen to you. Otherwise, yeah, it would be amazing. to, yeah, otherwise it would be to the record shop, of course, if you go there. But now it's, you could go and find your back catalog and memories, but also you could find new, New music, so I think that's uh, pretty pretty amazing. And yeah. uh, talking a little about uh, Boytronic, do you want to spill the beans there or tell about the big uh, new thing that uh, happened ah, here? Yeah, yeah so it, it was unexpected, really, um, because we've been preparing for the new album and um, and a live concert, which we have in Berlin on September 7th. And then um, we had a request to use um, use one of the songs. It, it was one of the old songs, but we had a request to use this on a Hugo Boss 
advertising campaign for um, for clothing. So this this came completely out of nowhere, but it's been really good because it it brings the attention uh, back to the band again, and and there are a lot of people uh, that remember the band um, through this um, advertising. So it's good. So now it's time to buy some uh, Hugo Boss uh, suits uh, and so on, right? Well, yeah, but it, I I can't afford them, but um, no, yeah, yeah. and I say the same. <laughs> I, I maybe have a shirt or something like that. It's it's a it's a nice uh, clothing brand, and and uh, they have, they are I mean famous and and well known. So this exactly. must be uh, this kind of you don't think about like music for movies often, and often you shouldn't. I mean, you shouldn't take over. But it's it's a nice backdrop and it has importance to the movie. But same thing with commercials and and, and things like that. I I recently saw this um, you know this auction uh, thing in England. They yeah. uh, traveling around and and looking at, at auctions and uh, evaluate it and, and people come with their goods. And then it was in this uh, what is it called like a record studio somewhere in England uh, okay. that they had. Uh, and then it was a guy came there. He was uh, the, did the score for the James Bond uh, movies, oh, and every, oh, everyone, yeah, everyone remembers that thing. And and he he, he told how it uh, developed this uh, score and this, this song, and how it still is um, um, valid and and you you recognize it and people like it. So uh, about yeah. your own music, and when I listened to your your album and also during the concert, I got happy. It, it's very nice and, and fun music, and when you, it, it's interesting lyrics there also with everything yeah. from uh, alligators to ice cream. So could, <laughs> if, if you would meet somebody at the party or or something like that, uh, how how would you describe your uh, music uh, to someone? I think uh, it's James. I, I think it's just uh, we we just wanted to make music that was good for the good for the party, mm-hmm. um, because we're all we're always in a situation where people are listening for the first time, maybe, and and because of this, you you need to have music with an impact, uh, and people need to remember it very quickly. Um, so we just wanted to make good music that. Within two minutes, people know exactly uh, exactly what the lyrics are, what the words are, and and people can uh, people can just get involved as as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's great. And uh, if you had to label yourself, because I remember when you went to the record store, you you looked at uh, electric body music or or synth or industrial rock or whatever. Uh, where where should you put yourself, uh, label or yourself? Um, this is always difficult. Yeah, but, I know. <laughs> it's uh, a bit it's probably, tricky question. Yeah, it's probably just that I would call it pop because yeah. the, the the fans, some would say it has elements of um, Italo disco. Yeah. Some some would say synth synth pop, um, but. It, it it has a little bit of all of these things, uh, even some house music or uh, or this kind of thing. So I, I I think I think it's electronic pop, mm. and this uh, is the, the best the best solution. 
Yeah, I don't know how other music streaming services are doing, but I know that Apple Music is in a way curating things and, and giving suggestions and so on. Uh, same as that they are doing with podcasting and podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, they, they see your listen behavior and, and pattern and giving suggestions there. Uh, yeah. But then, of course, it's getting all these different categories after a while, and and you it it getting so much, so it could, it could be a jungle out there. But uh, yeah. I remember when you do some hashtags on Twitter and so on. You you have um, made up your own uh, funny category there because you are from Great Britain in a way. Also, yes. I know that you are a yeah. world traveler. But uh, <laughs> Britalo, like Italo disco or Italo music, but you have a Brit uh, thing. So could you, could exactly. you tell a little bit about that? What's yeah, Britalo? Well, that, that was just a suggestion that someone someone uh, gave me where they said, oh, you could you could have your own music genre, which I thought was quite nice because, it, you know, you would be the only artist that, that works under this Brutello thing. But it takes, it, when you do this, it takes a lot longer for it to catch on, for people to understand what it is because no one else is doing it. No. <laughs> so, um, but... Uh... Keep doing so that. I like, because, yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I like the idea and I like the sound of it. Uh, but yeah, it just, it, it's funny. People come to me all the time and say, what is this Britallo? What is <laughs> That's uh, good. And, and then you have to explain for me and for listeners, what's a synth wave? What kind of uh, genre? Because I'm now catching up on other, when we are labeling it on Twitter and so on. And I, it's interesting to see if uh, if somebody follows you or, or comment or something like that. So I'm open for that. Uh, sure. But I, I I haven't recognized what what is it? Do you, could you describe that or know well, about what synthwave yeah. is? Um, I would say uh, in my music there there's some elements of synthwave, but it's not completely synthwave. But synthwave would be a, a slightly more uh, atmospheric. Uh, electronic music a little bit like a modern version of uh jean michel char or ah, i'm reading your mind okay, yeah like, like vangelis I, or, or something like this and um yeah so yeah, it's we, it's it's very instrumental based still some vocal yeah. but not so many vocals um really good for film soundtrack Mm, okay, uh, that's good to know, uh, because in during the in the green room here we talked about uh, this classical band from Sweden called Spock, uh, but now I have to spell it out because otherwise it will, uh, you know, um, with, with trademarks and so on. So they they call it yeah. S dot P dot O dot C dot K dot. Uh, yeah. So it's not uh, Spock; it's Spock, <laughs> <laughs> but it's space music. Yeah. So yeah. And um, yeah. it's pretty funny. And but as you said, John Michelliar and Evangelis, I've listened to. So it, it's yeah. g- good, good to know about these uh, different uh, uh, songs. And before we will go f- further with the, some of the searches, I uh, I uh, stumble up because I I saw your Skype name and so on. So Scarlet Soho is that also a band? Uh, yeah, that was the uh, the first band that I. I was in mm-hmm. uh, from school, uh, school or college, you know, when I was many years ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, you know, we, we learned everything uh, musical together, and um, 
we made three albums in the end. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was it was a nice time, but it, it these things don't last forever when you're when you're younger. No, no, and that's something you could write about for the future also. And this uh, Mirror Man Agency, could you tell about that? Uh... Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes. Um, Sometimes if we have a release or if we want to uh, make a party in, in London or Berlin or, or something, we can, we can use this Mirror Man agency as the promotions company. And we, can, we set up all of the Facebook events ourselves. And we just needed, we needed a name. We needed um, branding. And this was the name that we used. Mm. How how is it if you compare now from when you started? Is it easy or harder to market your if you have a niche like this kind of music uh, with uh, distribution and recording music etc. and marketing and yeah. and reach out to fan? I I know a t- total different area, but I still like this kind of music and listen. To, uh, pretty much of it in the day, and I have a good friend that listened to this. They call it in in uh, Swedish uh, uh, symphonic rock, or in English, I think it's called progressive rock. And a band there uh-huh. called Marillion, and uh, they had oh, a, very, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. a guy that was uh, famous called Fish as a song songer. I'm not, yeah, singer. I'm familiar with Fish. Yeah, uh, yeah, but then he left the band and uh, did a solo career. But this band is still there. They had back in the day. They had this magazine in paper called the. the uh, spider web or the web i think before the, <laughs> the internet i think almost <laughs> okay. and, and and now they know their audience and and the target audience and the, the fans so much i mean so they could do very specific uh, recordings and they have like a christmas uh, uh, singles and so on and they could they, as you ah. said this when they have a concert they could as i said market it uh, and know uh, about how many will come and so on So, so what's your uh, take on that and your uh, experience with? Uh... I think, uh, I think that in some ways, I think bands are in two different um, areas because you have the the bands that are pre-internet and then you have the bands that are post-internet. Mm. And so, I think if you, for example, if you were a band uh, from the seventies or the eighties that that could um, sell. One million records or something. Now it would be quite easy with with uh, with some time and a little bit of money to find all of your fans online again, because you know that they have they have your music in their record collection, and they know they know that um, the band knows that there's an audience out there for them. But if you're a new band, um. It's it's actually it's sometimes difficult to even know if if you will be popular. Even if people do hear your music, they they still need to make a decision as to whether they like you or not. <laughs> so I think these are the two big differences, probably. Yeah. Um, but I do think, yeah, I do I do think if you know what you're doing and you can, because obviously every new band wants to be heard. Mm. Uh, and they want to be heard as much as possible. And with all of these new bands out there trying uh, to be heard, uh, sometimes it's very difficult um, to to get through the noise. Mm. Um, but you... 
I think, yeah. but if you're good, if I think if you're good and you're positive in the end, uh, it works out. Yeah, because I, I could in some way uh, read between the lines now where we are friends on Facebook and some that you see because you are good and you and you're passionate about it, so you could see how how it develop and and also uh, uh, spreading uh, the good word. Yes, uh, yeah. and, and, and because, because yeah. if I don't. Yeah. If I don't do it, then uh, who will? So mm. it, you know, this is the best way to to be. I think is to uh, take some responsibility and and just uh, connect. You know, this is mm. this was what it's all about. Yeah. Do do you uh, record or or and distribute the? Now it's streaming mostly, but uh, or do you have a record company that's, or agency or without, uh, except uh, outside your own that uh, doing this, or do you do everything by yourself? Um, for the um, for all of the streaming and the digital, I I work with uh, one company called AWOL, mm-hmm. and they take care of they take care of all of the streaming uh, for the whole of the world. Mm-hmm. So this is this is done by them. And so every time I have a release, I just upload. I tell them the release date, and I upload the songs and the mm. artwork. And then, and then every every month they send me some accounting. Yeah. Uh, and there, but but what's brilliant with uh, with this scene, and what's really nice with with this music is people still want the physical copies of the vinyl and um, t shirts and CDs and things like that. And And really, this this is the the thing that keeps everything going, and yeah. it, and it's the thing that that uh, makes it possible to uh, record and and buy equipment and go in the studio and and whatever. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I like. I mean, the merchandise. I mean, back in the day, it was uh, the concert and the records, and now it's more and more the merchandise, and it's it's interconnected. So it was yeah. nice to. Uh, I got your. Uh, Your T-shirt there with the big dollar sign with the knights in the dollar sign. I thought that was neat. Yeah, it's, very... it suits you as well. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and I like the yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to wear it with pride there. And and I remember I did a, a similar thing, but a, another kind of merchandise with. Uh, do you know the band uh, uh, Twins uh, from from Germany? Oh, one of my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I listened to them Absolutely. back in the day, and they are still. I mean, they re- pretty recently uh, uh, released a new album. So, and then I found their we- um, uh, web shop there online and bought this, uh, you know, uh, the symbol with the twins. And yeah. so I have a small badge there. there. Yeah. Oh, cool! Very good. So. And then coming back there on Boytronic, when I search for them, you have pretty much uh, hits there. It's like 185,000 or something like that. And the first one is on yeah. the Wikipedia. Uh, how much do you know about the whole list, uh, story about Boytronic? You said it was a, a, oh, been a, a for I a know, long time. I know every. Yeah, I know everything. I think. Yeah. Do, <laughs> yeah. do you want to? Do, yeah. Do you want to tell anything? In this, you, they could go to the Wikipedia. There, that's pretty extensive. But anything, any tidbit that you will t- tell about uh, Boytronic? Oh, it's difficult. It's, it's difficult to summarize um, the history of Boytronic in in one in one uh, in one time. But it's it's hard. But I would say. Um, you know, it's very, very emotional story, and and 
and a very interesting story about about um, the music industry. And this is a band that for me made made some of the best synth music from the eighties, but they had a lot of bad luck. And um, it, it, it's just nice now that the band can come back and and have another you know an, another go and another try at, at at making the music that that it did it did back then because yeah. uh because like i say they've had so many problems over the years mm. is it like a renaissance or rebirth you could say for this kind of music and also for this band yeah yeah i think it it does it does feel a little bit like that because mm. uh as as i say the, the music industry can be a dark place sometimes and I, and i think for boytronic it, it, it uh, yeah you really have to read the wikipedia to understand everything but it's yeah it's, it's yeah. it is it's interesting there there could be a movie on uh, you know it it would make a really good movie <laughs> yeah and uh, that's shout out to the listeners there if you know somebody who want to make a movie yeah so yeah, that, that's great. good yeah. because uh, I, because this could be as i said both uh, Uh, it's a value for you so it's when you respond with emotions so it's your uh, uh, core uh, values here and i i could hear that in your in your voice and in a way that's my story also about this kind of music because i liked yeah. uh, electronic music and uh, this electronic body music and uh, synth and synth pop and others but it it has it has some dark as i said elements in it also And yeah. people who are in yeah. this industry knows that uh, everything from fans to to bands and other th- things like that. So that's uh, right. why I've been yeah. away from it uh, a bit also. But when I heard you and uh, uh, saw your the show together with Nina, it was it was nice. Um, how to say uh, like memories and and good times, and it was a ha- happy happy concert, and and it was a nice vibe in in the concert uh, hall there. With all the bands yeah. there, it was this yeah. German band there also. It was good. So I mean, yeah, and, Me- and, Melotron were headlining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, it was no. I mean, it was friendly competition, but and it was different kind of styles in a way. But it it fitted well together. And also the uh, band here from from Sweden that started out. That was ni- nice also. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it so. was a really nice night, and and it was everything. That I hoped Gothenburg would be after yeah. after all, after all this time of waiting, yeah. it was really really nice. Yeah, and I, I must thank you for that for you reaching out because otherwise I'm not I'm not sure that I would been going that to a concert because it, it's a it's a way of life. Maybe you did that in the past, but it's nice to do, to do it when it's a good good time. And uh, other type of band, uh, do you know Rational You from from Canada? I, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they yeah. played. Uh, they played this weekend, possibly. A yeah, and I missed. I, I, I missed yeah. missed them every time when I was in America and other things. But yeah, uh, so, so this is one of my favorite bands, also. So rational. Oh, yeah, yeah, very good. And I think they play with Psyche quite a lot. Yeah, uh, and I think they're band, talking yeah. about uh, the story. That I think they have been ups and downs there also with Psyche because I I listen to them also I haven't heard everything I think because uh, yeah. that was that area also some were pretty how to say uh, um, high speed beats per minute and, and some dark yeah. elements in, in, in the music but they seem to be very nice guys but then I, I, I haven't followed the whole 
history there, but I, I think that um, things happen there also during the time, but they are still yes. still around in in one way or another. Uh, yeah. But but that's also with this music. Uh, yeah. I mean, except bands like Depeche Mode and so on, they have been around for or Kraftwerk. They will be in Gothenburg here next week. <laughs> I, ah, I remember. Are, I are you going? Them. I don't know yet. I I, I watched mm. their their so-called last concert in Stockholm many years ago, but yeah, <laughs> they yeah. are, they are still around, and I like them. I mean, <laughs> it's good music. But I have also, st- and that's Apple Music good for also. I have listened to pe- former band members like. Uh, now you have to help me with names here, um, but a couple of different band former band members. Oh, you that have, have uh, so- Wolfgang Wolfgang yeah. Fleur. Yeah, 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 Wolfgang Fleur he's and he's and Carl Bartos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and some, some he's always others. busy. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always so, busy with new projects. And more with uh, this Wikipedia. The, the, it was an interview with Biotronic there uh, in Zero magazine, which is a synthesized uh, music uh, magazine in Swedish. And then uh, yes. I found you on Facebook. Uh, and then it was this discography uh, lyrics and so on, discogs. And then you have a site there, Biotronic.new. Ah uh, uh, yes, yes, correct. And, yeah. and then it was also a magazine where Electro Skull, uh, and they talked a bit, a little bit about the story and the history about that. So, um, but it's so made. Then you know, I, you, I, I know a little now, bit. Now but, you know very much. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. When I search, uh, I got certain results. If you if you will search in in England. Uh, Maybe you'll f- find some other results. And that's the whole thing with this segment. Uh, you can't get uh, totally 100% the same results. And that's why I think you should do an ego search on yourself and your name and your band, yeah. mem- band name and maybe so-called competitors or, or uh, colleagues in, in this industry. That could be good. Uh-huh. Uh, but I like your style, how you market yourself. I mean, uh, when you reach out to me, uh, and we became friends, and you uh, gave me this uh, tip about the concert, and, and yeah, I think that's, well, that's a very that's good good example of how how to do it. Yeah, because I think I think for any band, really, you know, it, when you make music for this long, it's such a way of life that you know the friendships that you make along the way um, are very important, and the people that you meet. Um, you know, sometimes it's quite difficult if you if you make friends with people when you play a live show, but then maybe you don't go back back there for three or four years, um, and this can be really frustrating. You know, because you have people all around the world that you never you never see. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, you just have to hope that it happens again or that that you can meet again. But at mm-hmm. least we have the internet, so yeah. And that's a good thing. So uh, I like that. So uh, we will do a soon uh, wrap up. But I, w- I want to talk about a little bit about your van, uh, bands and solo band where nights with a dollar sign at the end. And yes. there I s- uh, found searches for 17,700 uh, hits and Facebook, your Facebook site uh, and your site, your music site on Bandcamp where people could uh, buy merchandise and listen to music and download and by uh, songs yes. and so on, right? Yeah, that's very popular. That's the Bandcamp is very good. Mm. Is what what was this social media platform uh, that lots of musicians used in the past? Is it still around? Uh, what is this called? Um, oh, 
that uh, uh, musician bought, I think. It was one. It was before Facebook in a way, and it's still around. Oh, MySpace. But, uh, yeah, MySpace. Uh, MySpace. Uh, is it used by uh, musicians and bands uh, nowadays, or how, how is, I, is that I don't, developing? I don't think it is used anymore. I think, um, mm. I mean, there may be a version of it, but I think yeah. uh, I remember everyone uh, was was putting a lot of time into it. At the you mm. know all of the bands, uh, maybe ten years ago, but um, yeah, uh, and, and then, yeah, uh, Facebook took over and. Yeah, it was. It all changed. Yeah, and I have my, in a way, personal opinion about SoundCloud when it comes to podcasting. I know I have it as a destination uh, to reach out, uh, but I don't have it as my main hub. Then I have uh, a sound or audio host, for example, Libsyn. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, it's SoundCloud is pretty popular. Um, by musicians and bands and also people who wants to learn about new music and DJs and so on. How do you yeah. see SoundCloud is working for you? I mean, they have all uh, over the time with the economy and so on and how they are doing. I mean, they are pretty yes. big in America and Germany. And in a way, it's a startup from Sweden also, I think. But but uh, nowadays, I don't really know how, how they're doing. I, I still buy my premium account there because... After three hours of new music, when you upload like podcasting, uh, okay. you have this. You have to keep it if you want to keep it. Then you have to pay like a premium account. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I get some tips of music there also and some followers, but I'm not very active. But um, what's your take on on that service? I I I think it's probably the service I use the least. To mm-hmm. be honest, I've, I I from time to time I I've used it and. And the main thing I I like to use it for sometimes is if if uh, I upload new music and I can send it, you know I can send all of the links very easily to a radio station or um, yeah, just for yeah, them I mean, to download. So this is useful and it's good. And also it's good if you want someone to make a remix, you can upload all of the individual um, stem parts. So you've got the drums separate uh-huh, or the bass. Okay, separate. yeah. Uh, you can use it for this too, but. I wouldn't I haven't really invested that much time in 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 uh SoundCloud not really yeah. not not to not to connect with others so mm-hmm. much yeah and and as I said and I have been thinking about this during the summer and uh, during a summer break and vacation I taking like a digital break in a way even if I'm using it for freelancing and so on, uh, I, uh, and I will pa- re- package it in like services in the future. I mean, how you could you yeah. use uh, social media, new media in a smart way, but mm-hmm. also in a minimal way, because it's hard to be out all over the place. Uh, but of course, you as a musician and band, you have to find where are your listeners and where are your uh, people who want to buy your music and go to the concert or buy merchandise. And that's the, yes. um, I mean, that's a, a challenge to find. But uh, as I said, it is. You, I like your style and what you're doing. So in, in, in the long run, it will spread and it will spread uh, in an organic way and like a small uh, wave on, uh, and then people that's could... That's it, uh, I think. It can be a little bit slower this way, but uh, mm-hmm. you know it's a nice it's a nicer experience for the for mm-hmm. everybody and um, and the, the best promotion is always probably the live show. So um, mm-hmm. as long as you you can remind everybody 
that, that there are live shows and, and everyone is welcome to come, then once they come, uh, they usually like it. So Yeah. How how is the scene there in the places you have been around? Because Gothenburg is, as we call it, a small uh, city or a big town. And back in the day, I mean, you had lots of clubs and so on. But now it's for the bigger artists and so on. But the smaller mm-hmm. bands have a, have a hard time to find uh, places to play at. I think so. You have to. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, with the ticket prices and, and know how many will come and and. So it has been a challenge, I think, um, and that's for all kind of uh, music, everything from jazz to to classical to 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 rock and pop, and yeah. Uh, so I don't know how uh, have you feel. How is it in like in, in England and in Germany or other places? Um, I mean, I think it's difficult all over, but I'm a little bit lucky that. Uh, Maybe I've I've been around long enough now that at least I know <laughs> I know some people are coming, but uh, yeah, I mean, if I was a band that was starting tomorrow, I I would probably be a little bit worried, maybe, mm. um, because there's still, like uh, there's so much competition, but not as many venues. So um, mm. you know, and and a lot of the venues now. They only they only want to book the weekend. They're not interested in booking Wednesday, or you know Sunday or whatever. It's just Friday and Saturday is the only time mm. to play. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 probably a little difficult now, but uh, mm. I'm quite happy with with just about how it's working for me. Mm. That's great to hear. So yeah. and. And I see also the search here, YouTube, there you are, have a presence. And also it was mentioned in this El- Electricity Club uh, re- yes. review there and that I found on, on the net and Twitter and so on. And, oh, and cool. also this yeah. again, this Zero magazine in, in Swedish. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, you I enjoyed, been, uh, I enjoyed doing that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a, a good interview that. Yeah, and on the first page, I this time I haven't uh, used the alternative search engine DuckDuckGo uh, that I often do, but I will do that uh, maybe as a follow-up. And uh, you mm-hmm. could tell me, because that will be my end uh, question, and maybe it could be a question for yourself. I think you have uh, the answer to it. But the, the last hit result on uh, Google search on nights with an S, uh, with a dollar sign at the end, yeah. it was Wikipedia for night or nights uh, uh, in the historical sense uh, not oh. you uh, James Knight because when okay. you search with a dollar sign as I said at the beginning of this show uh, some search engines uh, are removing this dollar sign or they think it, it's a night or yeah. nights so yeah. and that was Apple Music also but I like uh, could you tell a little because you have a song called Dollar and Cents um, yes uh, could you tell me how how did you come up with your band name Knights with a dollar sign at the end? Okay, well, so my surname is Knights, mm-hmm. but with without the dollar sign, obviously. Yeah. Um, but when I wanted to use this, there was already um, an indie pop band called Knights. Mm-hmm. So when I went on the internet. I realized I soon realized oh I I can't use my own name <laughs> because there's a band mm. 
that, that way. I, and so I thought, well, I need to change it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, okay, we, we take the dollar sign and, um, it's pretty cool and we'll, we'll do that. Uh, but when I did it, I didn't realize maybe some of the problems that we would have, uh, with search engines. So, um, but, but it was too late by then. So now we, now we stick with it. Yeah. And I think you should stick with it because for me, it's a symbol of uh, freedom and the free market. And, and I like it personally and I understand the philosophical meaning. And then it's good, but in a way it could be a challenge because like the merchandise, you have this dollar sign t-shirt. I mean, if you write about that, people search for that and and then they will find you. Um, but I, I, it was a bit funny when I tried to find more new music on Apple Music, uh, and, and I didn't really find it. But then uh, I, I catched on and find yeah. more of and, your and, your work. Yeah, and people can um, they can always just search my whole name. So they could search James Knights without the dollar, and they would find me somehow. Mm. So it is it is possible, I think. Yeah, and you, you, yeah, that's good. So if they search, they will find. And yeah. uh, we talked about uh, keeping the energy, and I thank you for your time. And you're drinking coffee here, but uh, I am drinking <laughs> tea. Uh, uh, I have a podcast on Is tea it? also with a good good co-host in Swedish, but also I will start out one in English here also called the Perfect yeah. Cup. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, do you like uh, you... English breakfast tea? Is that your tea? Yes, I do. Yeah, I like the yeah. strong uh, blend, the black tea blend. And I've done my own yeah. uh, uh, tea blend also called T5 Free. It's uh, three different black teas in, in, in it. So, oh, um, sounds yeah, good. Do you, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you know, the, uh, he's not living anymore, but he's a very good comedian uh, um, called Victor Borge. He was originally from Denmark and they yes, fled. His family was Jew- Jewish and they fled. Fl- uh, Flew, uh, fled to America, and uh, ah, yeah. he he's a he was a classical uh, trained pianist. Yes, it's, it's familiar. What was his big uh, big role? What was his big program? Yeah, he did. I mean, he had this piano, or they say this big piano that have a, a fancy name in English. I think in Swedish it a flugel, and then he played, and then he has his son that he came to the scene. And stage, and then he he, he uh, pulled his tie in order to uh, uh, shift the notes and so on, and he fall down <laughs> from from the from his uh, seat and all kind of things. And he started every yeah, time yeah. he comes back to happy birthday song, and I, he had all these kind of different uh, sketch uh, sketches. So it's like a comedian, very fun. And I mean, he was one of I think most uh, popular and also well paid. Uh, during the time uh, because mm-hmm. he was so good at what he's doing and so funny uh, uh, he had a sketch called inflation language so every every number or thing that you're saying like the song t for two if you yeah. if you say mm-hmm. the four sounds like for the number but it's four t- like two so yeah. then it will become t5 free so the two plus one is three and the four like two is <laughs> five. <laughs> so then I came up with this tea blend called T5 Free. It's a bit nerdy and uh, strange, but I like it. And yeah, uh, that's it's good. it. So, but uh, with MD, so is it a strong with, uh, tea? 
It's a strong, strong tea. It's a yeah. it's Ceylon tea. It's an African flower that's from Kenya, and it's mm-hmm. from Assam, Namdang, from uh, India. So I, I like the strong strong tea, the the kappa. Uh, yeah, you could say yeah. it's almost like a builder's tea, as they say. Like okay, uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. my my favorite brew. Yeah. Yeah, but you you like ice cream also? Could you tell a bit about that? The gelato. Yeah, yeah. I um. I, so I wrote this song gelato that was, uh, it coincided with when when I was making my album. Every every day I would take, or almost every day I would take a break and just go into the into the town and have some ice cream, and um, the sun was shining, and I thought I really want to make this song that sounds like the sun is shining and it's perfect you know for ice cream and and a party and all of this stuff so i am um, yeah i was just really inspired by all these different ice creams and all the colors and the flavors and and that was that was that was the story <laughs> yeah it's a it's a great story and you get you get uh, hungry for ice cream and you could really see the, this image and uh, who is who is the sampling or singing uh, the Italian uh, in Italian? Ah, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting because uh, I wrote the song already. It was it was almost finished, but I knew it needed something else, something extra. And uh, in the small town where I lived, uh, there was an Italian girl, and she was doing her work experience uh, nearby, and. Um, one day I came up with this idea where I, I said, oh, can I record Can I record you in Italian saying all of the different ice cream flavors and we'll put it on the record? And she said, what? You're crazy. Like, what? Why would you do that? And um, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, so it, it really gives the song a, a different dimension, I think, at, at the end. Yeah, I, I like it very much. And you had, will that be uh, released also on this uh, is it will it be on your side or the Boytronic? Because you sent me some uh, nice new stuff there, also some mixes, remixes. It was a, a longer like a mix of with this gelato uh, song that you yeah. sent to me. Yeah, well, I um, I, uh, last week I uh, I was contacted by a record label in Poland, and um, at the end of the year they want to make a release uh digital and vinyl of all of the extended gelato mixes so this is now the plan that there will be i think three or four uh, ex- extended maxi versions of this song which is amazing i'm really it's really exciting mm-hmm. that's great yeah yeah, yeah I, I i shared it on facebook there and and pinged a friend of mine that she's from America, but now living in Italy, and she got uh, very interested in in, in the <laughs> song and in in your music. So she will listen to that and mention it to to her partner. Oh, so that, thank that's you. fun. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, as an ending note, uh, maybe I'm uh, you're off guard now, but do you want to sing anything, or do you want to tell how uh, the listeners could uh, reach out to you or find your works, or yeah, any any thoughts at the end here, James? Oh yeah, I mean, it, it would be really good uh, if people want to find uh, the the songs. I would recommend YouTube or uh, Bandcamp or any of these things. But if you try YouTube and search Gelato and Nights, uh, I'm sure it will come up. 
And there's also mm-hmm. a track, uh, What's Your Poison, which is quite popular. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, please uh, enjoy listening. Great, James. And uh, we include uh, information and links and uh, contact information where, uh, in the show notes. So thanks again, right. uh, James, for your time. And uh, It's a pleasure talk to talking you soon to again. you again. Great. Thank yeah. you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.